Welcome to Chelsea Disgrace Podcast. Hope everyone's having a great February day. March is just around the corner, so hopefully things start warming up a bit so all you adults can stop complaining about the weather. It's like working in retail, you have to discuss the weather with every goddamn customer, and they never have anything good to say. It's always like, I'm too clammy, or like your heat rash is acting up, or like the cold makes your nose runny. And eventually I figured if you can't beat them, just join them, right? So today's disgraceful topic is reasons why I hate everything about every season. All four of them, baby, starting with the winter. By far the worst part about winter is working at a place that has a drive through And I know you're thinking it's because I have to stand by an open window and it's very cold and uncomfortable, which, yes, it is. But I'd rather masturbate with dry ice in my hand than hear one more fucking customer come through drive through and say, Huh, you look cold. Oh, oh uh, I'm, I'm sorry. Is, is me freezing my ass off so you can have a latte making you feel uncomfortable? And oh, gee whiz, aren't you smart? I mean, the jig is up. Uh, yes, I am cold. How could you tell? Um, was it maybe the fact that my nipples are sticking out far enough to hand you your change? Or maybe it's the way I'm shaking so violently that you wondered if I had Parkinson's disease? Um, it's, it's really an honor to have Captain Obvious here in my drive through where are you off to next, sir? Are you going to go tell Obama he's black? Maybe give Clay Aiken a heads up like, hey man, you're pretty gay, huh? Like, idiots, I tell you. Another annoying thing about winter is uh, all the intense Facebook statuses about how cold it is. And most of these statuses are just way over dramatic and just exaggerated, like, it's so cold outside, I'm freezing my balls off. It's like, first of all, we know it's cold outside, okay? Like, outside is a place that's open to everyone. Like, we know it's cold out because um, we also went outside. And when we did, we felt cold. And you're telling me your balls froze off? Like, really? Well, in that case, while you're on Facebook, why don't you post a picture of that to prove it? I want to see a picture of you standing outside in the cold, holding up your icy, detached balls. And if you can't provide me with this, then I suggest you just change your status. I always had uh, a fear of um, slipping and falling as well. Um, I'm, not, I'm not sure why. Could be because I act like I'm 87, but because I'm not actually 87, I don't have one of those life alert emergency response buttons that I can wear around my neck. So I'm like constantly worried I'll die from slip and fall injuries instead of dying from a cheese, bean, and burrito overdose that like at the age of 42, like I originally planned back in careers class. Um, because of this fear, I feel like just all winter long, I'm just walking around all funny and super careful. Like I just had my first anal sex experience with a black man, but not one of those super romantic black men who, you know, work in slow to the sounds of boys to men, but like 
like an angry black man, like one whose sports team just lost and his penis is really angry about it and just needs to take it out on my virgin butthole, which sounds like painful, right? But I fear this less than slipping and falling, to be honest. Like, I'm just picturing myself walking outside and I don't really like walking or going outside, but we'll just imagine. And all of a sudden, I step onto a patch of black ice. And my legs and arms are flailing in the wind, trying desperately to find something to grab onto. But it's too late. I fall to the ground, knocking out all my teeth. And I look to the sky and scream, Why? And then I gather all my teeth into a plastic sandwich bag. And I bring them to the dentist, where he accidentally puts them back upside down. So now all my bottom teeth are on the top, and all my top teeth are on the bottom. And from then on, I have to stand upside down for pictures just so my smile can look a little bit normal. But even then, I still look like sloth from the Goonies. And my mom gets so embarrassed of me that she ties me up in a basement where I wait for so long for a pack of brave, adventure-seeking kids from the 80s to come rescue me. But they never come, and I live a life of solitude in this dirty old basement, all because I slipped on that ice patch. And man, you know, I just... I don't need that in my life. Winter is a rough time for people like myself, you know, like fat, lazy, and underachieving. And uh, this is so because brushing snow off cars is a very strenuous and undesirable task for us sloth-like sacks of shit. But alas, like it has to be done. So the other day I was at work and this customer calls the store around 11 in the morning or something like that. And he's like, yeah, uh, I left my scarf there last night. Is it there? And I see it on the back desk. I'm just like, yeah, man, like, come pick it up whenever you want. So um, he tells me he's coming right in to pick it up. Well, five hours goes by, and he still hasn't come. And I just so happen to need some sort of device to cover my head while I brush the snow off my car on my break. So my only other option was a cowboy hat we had left over from Western theme day. And although I'm sure watching a half-decent-looking barista brushing snow off her car in a cowboy hat is probably pretty high up on the sexy sight-to-see scale, uh, the hat wasn't my size, so I figured, like, the dude wasn't coming anytime soon to get his scarf, so I wrapped it around my head and began brushing the snow off my car. Literally no more than 30 seconds later, this smoking hot guy pulls up next to my car. He parks and starts walking towards the store, but as he's doing so, he's, like, staring me down, and I'm thinking, like, Charles, like, this guy's into you, and I'm thinking, look alive, baby, look alive, so I'm bending over and shit, like, over the hood of my car, trying to arch my back, stick my ass out while brushing the snow off, and, you know, I'm purposely letting some fly in my face and all over my chest so I can, like, throw my head back, like, (laughs) and he goes into the store and comes out about 10 seconds later with my manager and she's like Jose this man's here for a scarf in case you didn't understand that was a British accent um my manager's British so um I awkwardly untie my like makeshift hijab and hand it back to the man and then he gets his car and drives away it's a little piece of my heart yeah so that was really awkward um then you have spring and spring is an awful time for several reasons. Uh, the one um, major reason being all the heartbreak. 
I mean, uh, we want a wintertime relationship, right? So you don't have to leave your house, go out in the cold and slutty clothes and find a guy to fuck you. So having a winter boyfriend is convenient for sexual purposes. Um, unless you're like me and you spend your entire winter like trying to make your way through your pubic hair in order to masturbate yourself to sleep. But um, winter is usually when all the gay shit goes down, like couples ice skating, couples Christmas cards. I'm assuming like couples orgies i don't know i've i've been alone for a while i don't really know what couples do but um anyway once spring hits you gotta like terminate that winter relationship in time for summer slut fest right so um spring also sucks like major dick because that's when you gotta somehow lose all that shit ton of weight you gain throughout the winter from all like the turkey legs and semen you've been eating and yes ladies well not so much ladies, but yes, come dumpster whores, penises are not Diet Coke dispensers. Semen does have calories. Um, you want to know how I know this? Well, when I was in high school, I was the yearbook editor, and one day during yearbook period, the teacher stepped out for a moment to take what I imagined was like a shit or something, and I decided to look up the calorie content of sperm. And like, it's not like I was sucking my, like, more than my daily recommended serving of dicks or anything, but I was just, cur- like, a curious cat. I don't know. I found some pretty helpful and rather informative articles, but um, just I was seeing how many Weight Watchers points a shot of splooge was. My teacher comes back, so I go to close the browser, and, of course, it's fucking frozen because, like, well, why wouldn't it be, right? I mean, my luck is shittier than, like, a week-old adult diaper worn by a man with, like, gastrointestinal problems and normally double clicking a mouse really fast gets me to where I need to be (laughs) if you get my drift Um, if you don't that's a metaphor for female masturbation but um, the cursor was definitely frozen so in a desperate attempt to distract her I start telling her some random story about how my hamster had a seizure and then my editing partner had to shut down the computer so that was a close one um, so that brings us to summer. Um, I hate summer because I spend it trying to avoid situations where I have to be in a bathing suit because instead of losing weight during the spring, like I had planned on doing, Arby's launched their brisket sandwich, which uh, severely hindered my weight loss goal. And the beach is a, a quite hip happening spot in the summertime, unfortunately. So um, I remember last summer, a boy asked me on a date and he suggested we go to the beach. So I immediately had to cancel after noticing my pubic hair went down to the middle of my thighs. And the fact that I actually failed my bathing suit body check, which for that, um, I just put on my bathing suit and I sort of just run in place in front of my mirror. And um, sadly, my stomach looks sort of like... Um, if you make a like a bowl of jello and then you take that bowl of jello and you put it on your car seat, but the jello hasn't quite fully set yet and then you just drive around on like a cobble street like stone street or something like that. Um, or like sort of like uh, a waterbed during an earthquake or um, one time uh, I was in grade three and I had this really overweight teacher and um, when she wrote on the chalkboard her like ginormous bat wings would just sort of sway back and forth um, sometimes slapping against the chalkboard Um, this bat wing um, was my stomach so um, when I'm laying down like on my towel just not making any sudden movements I'm not like so bad 
But uh, the problem lies when um, it's, it gets really hot and I need to make it somehow from my towel to the water and back again without scalding the eyes of innocent bystanders with my flub. So it's, it's exactly like when uh, baby turtles are born on the beach and they need to crawl as fast as they can towards the water before birds like swoop down and eat them. So once I'm submerged in the water, it's not so bad, but it takes me a while to build up the confidence to walk back to my towel. So I usually just let um, the tide just drift me to shore until I'm face down in the sand with nothing but my legs in the water. And when people ask what I'm doing, I'm like, <laughs> I'm doing my beach whale impression, guys. Get it? <laughs> and they think it's cute and hilarious, but um, really I'm just trying to buy myself more time before I have to stand up. Sometimes I'm actually just um, really drunk and I can't physically walk and my impression is not really intentional. But um, I also really hate asshole seagulls and I don't think I ever met a seagull who wasn't an asshole to my recollection anyway. So I pretty much hate all seagulls. Uh, the worst is when you're on a beach and before you uh, like reach for your snack, you have to make sure there's no seagulls or other mischievous birds within earshot. And you spot one about 20 feet away, but if you're stealthy enough, you can get your chips without the motherfucker catching wind of what you're doing. Uh, but it never actually happens that way. Like one quiet little crinkle, like, and like 8,000 seagulls are just flying around you, just shitting on your face and squawking like gay guys at a share concert and it's really really annoying uh here's a few uh beach horror stories that i've actually encountered in my day one time i was uh, visiting an out-of-town friend and a group of us went to the beach um i didn't i didn't know anyone except for my one friend so it was already a little uncomfortable but um it was so freaking hot we decided to dip our feet in the water but when I stood up from my towel, I looked down and saw that my bathing suit bottoms had come undone. And my beaver was just, you know, hanging out there like she was invited, like, Hey guys, sorry I'm late, but you know how it is with rush hour traffic and I just could not get my hair to look right this morning. And I'm all like, what the fuck, vagina? How do you even know these people? And unfortunately, I had a less than par situation going on down there. I mean, it could have been worse. Um... I had picked the weeds, but hadn't mowed the lawn, if you know what I mean. I uh, hadn't reached furry status, but there was some, like, Brillo scrubbing pad shit going on down there. Like, if y'all could just grab your dirty pots and pans and uh, form a single line, I'd be happy to scrub them with my snatch. Like, um, it, it would definitely leave, um, like, rug burn on a guy's face for sure. But, you know, whatever. What can you do? Um, another story for you. I was uh, seeing, aka banging, this guy who uh, lived out of town, and seeing as I couldn't find any local dick, I decided to take a little road trip to visit this guy's penis. Um, while I was there, we decided to spend the day at the beach. Uh, it was a very lovely beach, filled with very lovely families, they're very lovely children. Um, after I had about five beers, we swam out a ways and we started having lake sex, which is the classiest of all water sex, obviously. Um, we were still um, very much in sight of those on the beach, and we were about like 15 feet away from a gaggle of teenagers just playing a game of water volleyball, but we were drunk and horny and clearly didn't give a shit, so uh, 
seeing as he was holding me while I'm like ferociously bouncing up and down, it was pretty obvious what was going on. Like either we were fucking or I was having a seizure. So after we wore ourselves out a bit, we were swimming back to shore and uh, one of the teenagers calls out the name of the guy that had just penetrated me in the like probably E. coli infested waters. Uh, apparently it was his cousin and he was all like, man, we were watching you guys bang the whole time, dude. And it's like, it was so awkward when Lake Sex Man introduced me and I had to shake his cousin's hand like, yeah, huh, nice to meet you. I'm now a probably disease ridden whore. Can't wait to see you at Thanksgiving dinner, which I never did. I didn't see him again because um, I ended up getting really drunk and crying on Lake Sex Man's balcony. And then I farted like eight times in my sleep. So that ended pretty quick. Um, then there was a time I went to a local beach with a guy, and again, we had a lot of alcohol and started making out all over the beach, uh, like all over the beach. And um, to me, it felt like really hot, but to people watching, I'm guessing it probably looked like two sea lions fighting over a dead fish carcass. And I was a little worried someone would call Urca or the Humane Society or something. So we took it back to his place before poachers showed up with nets, and um, we took a shower together. And um, then he uh, tried lifting me up and um, carrying me to his bed. And the, the, the intent was sexy, but his back wasn't strong enough. So um, we made wet, passionate love uh, until I needed a snack. And then we wrapped things up so we could go look for some food. However, um, when we actually crawled out of his bed, we noticed the entire bedspread had turned red. Like his crisp white sheets were now like a shade of auburn. And he was all like what the fuck are you on your period and i'm like dude unless i have the flow of a hustler there's no way that's my period then realized i had just dyed my hair red and once it got wet from the shower all the leftover dye got all over his sheets and he's like oh my god what am i gonna tell my mom and i'm like so about that snack so yeah in a nutshell summertime is for the fit and sexy um us uglies are already counting down the days till turtleneck season but then um, then you have fall, and fall is very scary. It's a very frightening season, and um, it's not because of Halloween. It's because of a very hard-to-avoid creature that comes out and wreaks havoc on the town during this season. And this creature is known as your basic bitch, also referred to as your typical white girl. Now, the basic bitch feeds off of pumpkin-based treats and drinks so they can be seen lurking around places like Starbucks or local independent coffee shops. Be really careful not to approach a basic bitch as you could be in danger of being trapped into a conversation about how she can't even deal with the latest episode of Pretty Little Liars. If you aren't sure if you spotted a typical white girl, just look for the following clues. Her socks go up higher than her furry boots. She may be rearranging the seeds on a pumpkin cream cheese muffin for added Instagram photo effect. Also, she'll probably be wearing a knitted scarf unless it's unnecessarily large and long. The world is overpopulated with basic bitches, so if you do see one, it is legal to shoot them. And that was my horribly awful impression of Steve Irwin. I actually feel really bad about it because he's probably like looking down on me like, get stuff, Chels, that's not how us Aussies sound, you fuckwit. And I'd honestly just have to agree with him. I'm very, very bad at accents to the point where it's like a little bit cute and almost funny, but 
So yeah, uh, there you have it, you whiny babies. More reasons to hate all four seasons. So don't forget to email me at chelseadisgrace at gmail.com with any funny or like serious or embarrassing, maybe even romantic questions you want to hear me answer in future episodes. Also, follow me on Instagram. The name's Chelsea Disgrace. And remember, I'm here to make you feel better about yourself one Chelsea Grace problem at a time. See ya! Baby beluga in the deep blue sea Swim so wild and you swim so free Heaven above and the sea below And a little white whale on the go Baby beluga